0: Welcome to the You Can Have It All podcast to create a successful business and a thriving family. I am your host, Mona Tavastili from Mompreneurs Worldwide. Hello and welcome to the You Can Have It All show where we talk about business, family, well-being and impact. My guest today is a mompreneur, digital marketer, wife and international speaker, Shannon D'Souza from the D'Souza On Demand Digital Marketing Agency. Shannon has recently been awarded with Connect Corporate's Top 40 Under 40 Award, and she has over a decade of experience in the event and technology industries, with an extensive background in sales and marketing. Shannon founded and ran her own events company for 10 years, which was acquired in 2015. Today, Shannon leads the D'Souza On Demand team as a sales and marketing strategist to provide her clients with a modern digital approach to power boost their pipeline. Shannon is a fellow mompreneur living in Vancouver, and I'm super excited to introduce her to you today. Welcome to the show, Shannon. Hey, Mona. Thank you so
1: much for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: I'm super happy to have you here with us. Please introduce yourself. Tell us about your background, personal, and professional life.
1: Personally, I am a vivacious, exciting, um, extrovert. Um, I am originally from Toronto. Uh, I lived my whole life in Toronto. And then because I love adventure, I just felt as though it really wasn't the right city for me. Um, I had been traveling a lot for work. As you know, I'm an international speaker. Um, and every time I had to come back to Toronto, it just didn't feel like it was the one for me. Um, so it had been in my back pocket to kind of get moving. And so uh, when my husband had an opportunity to come To Vancouver, he said, What do you think? Um, I didn't even Google it. I just said, Yes, let's do it. Nobody ever says anything bad about Vancouver. uh, Besides that, it rains, right? (laughs) That's true. Um, So, professionally, um, I am a second time entrepreneur. I'm a wife, I'm a mother. I, I lead my life in a way of where I'm seeking interest, excitement, um, and it's so important to me um, as an entrepreneur that I'm working with people who can bring that light into me as well, and I can do the same for them.
0: And how many kids do you have, Shanna? How old are they?
1: I have one child. He's three years old. Um, and you know what? That's a handful for me. <laughs>
0: Tell me about it. And um, when did
1: you know you wanted to be an entrepreneur? How did you start the journey? You know, I think I was born with that light. Um, I come from a very, very long line of entrepreneurs. My father has 10 siblings, um, if you can imagine. And so about 80% of his siblings are entrepreneurs. Um, So my earliest memory of being an entrepreneur is me um, going over to my little cousin's house and saying, hey, we're going to start selling your stuff, but I'm going to keep the money.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The business mindset was there from the beginning.
1: Yeah, yeah. I always was looking for ways to hustle, to make money, to start little businesses. Um, My very first company was when I was 20 years old. I started a wedding planning company. Um, I was in my third year of university at the University of Waterloo. Um, And this had just kind of been a dream. I originally thought I wanted to be a lawyer. I was studying for the LSAT. um, And I just realized that didn't bring me joy. Um so, so I was very fortunate to have learned that really, really young. And then I was on this little soul search of what would bring me joy. And I'd always been an event planner, party planner, like I always was the one at the core of, you know, social events. Um, so I decided to take a course, um, while I was in school, I interned for a few, um, weddings, about six weddings, I believe. And then I realized, you know what, I could do this and I could do it better. So I just jumped into it. And I think that's the beauty of, um, starting really, really young, um, is that you don't know what you don't know. <laughs> True. That's a blessing. sometimes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So you established
0: two businesses, right? Uh, Tell me about your top learning so far.
1: Oh, goodness. So I was an entrepreneur for nine years with my wedding planning company. Um, But keep in mind, um, after one year of doing it full time, I realized, you know, you learn, you know how to plan a wedding. Once you learn that you kind of rinse and repeat. So the fun that I had of being an entrepreneur was more building the business, the marketing side, the sales, closing the deals. Um, So I eventually I did it for nine years, and I eventually grew it. So I had three planners under me. And I just focused on doing the strategic development, doing all of the sales and marketing. um, And we grew it to do about 25 weddings a year. Uh, But keep in mind, I also had a full-time job. I was also working um, in software. I was an account executive. I grew um, in my corporate career to be, um, right before I started the second business, I was the VP of sales and marketing for a software company. Um, Because I realized that, you know, after starting that wedding business, that this wasn't something I wanted to do for the rest of my life. So I needed to continue my own development. Um, I needed to get all the lessons and then somehow, some way I knew entrepreneurship was going to call me again. I just had no idea how. Mm -hmm. So in 2015, um, I actually ended up selling my business, um, to one of the girls who worked for me and, um, my wedding, I, this is how, you know, the world works, right? Or how how my life works, is my wedding was the very last wedding that I planned. And then two weeks later, we moved to Vancouver. So everything kind of like tied up in this beautiful like bow. That That's flow, for sure. You were yeah. living in the flow. That's awesome. Exactly, exactly.
0: Um, Shannon, sales and marketing is actually one of the parts that most entrepreneurs struggle with. So they have that idea or they are very passionate about what they want to do. But when it comes to selling it, that's where they struggle. So
1: give us some tips when it comes to digital marketing and sales in general. So funny that you're saying that. And um, I had a mentor who told me that at a very young age that like, if you can't sell yourself, you I mean, how can you even get a job, right? And or how could you be the face of your business if you can't even sell yourself? Um, And so that's exactly why I went into sales and marketing on the corporate side is so that I can learn under really, you know, talented, experienced people, but on someone else's dime. So that when entrepreneurship called me back, um, that wasn't going to be a problem for me. Um, So one of of the things I would say going back to your question is sales is all about confidence it's all about mindset um, and so I think this was something that just naturally came into me um, when I when I decide to do something I'm just confident and I go for it um, I I don't second guess myself. I don't care how long I've been doing something. I'm just capable and confident and have that mindset and my ability. Um, And that energy, people feel that. So they immediately get attracted to you and they want to work with you. Um and I believe that is the one of the things that a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with is that first mindset. That's so true. That's a
0: game changer when we start focusing on our mindset. And in your agency, the,
1: the SUSE on demand. How do you help your clients? So I like to think about it um, from two perspectives. I either get a client who's looking to launch a business. Um, And these are usually women who are second career entrepreneurs themselves. So what that really means is they have been, you know, in the corporate world, whatever that may be for them. They've been working for someone else. You know, they went to school, they had, they climbed the ladder and then they finally realized, okay, I want to do this for myself. Um, So those are the type of women that I attract that they need that help and support to launch. And what does that launch look like? The very first thing they need is that, is that website. So I practice something called client attraction marketing and what that means is we bring the essence of the entrepreneur into the digital footprint that they have um and ultimately people and that's because I believe and and people also know this people do business with people they like Absolutely. so when you land on a website and it's not about all these stock images of a product or a service, but it's actually you're seeing the essence of that entrepreneur, um, that really is the ignition for somebody to want to learn more, to talk to you, to get on the call. Um, and so that's what I help my my clients who are launching. Now, I get a whole bunch of other clients who have been in business for many, many years, um, but they're traditionally, you know, referrals that they get and they've been living off of referrals. Now, they come to me when they're finally ready to say, hey, I can't rely on referrals because I don't know when they're coming. And we're in the last three years, I would say. There's been a huge change uh, where businesses are going online, people are looking online first, um, as opposed to just, you know, taking a recommendation or a referral to hire somebody, they're doing their research. So I, the clients that I'm working with, um, from that perspective, are the ones who are looking to level up right? They're looking to be, you know, one of the top ranked websites. They're looking to bring a social media presence. They're looking to find leads online from, you know, either paid acquisition or organic. Um, And so they come to me to help them figure out how they should do this. Very interesting. You talked about the importance of strengthening our
0: mindset. How about the skills that we need when it comes to sales and marketing? So let's say yourself, did you um rely on a degree or how did you learn about
1: the print the principles of sales and marketing that's a great question and so i'm a big believer in education um so i have two degrees my undergrad is in communications and business from waterloo um my I, I also have a master's degree a master's in business entrepreneurship and technology also from the university of waterloo um so to me i needed to have that foundation within those two degrees was very very strong marketing um I guess foundation and principles and practice, um, as well as sales. I've also um, I've taken Sandler Sales Certification, um, as well as numerous other technical certifications like HubSpot, Hootsuite, Salesforce, um, and these are all the platform side of things. Um, in order for me to be able to do my job and build out, um, you know, these sales funnels and make sure that they convert. Um, so, all of that stuff has to happen. Um, I'm constantly taking courses. I'm in a course right now, actually, um, for Instagram because Instagram is constantly changing. changing so so i need to I need to level up if people are gonna pay me um but in regards to my for my clients, I try to teach them as much as I know, so I call myself a strategist because yes, you're hiring me for your website or you're hiring me to build like a sales funnel um but it's also my job to give you the other nuggets that's the value add that I am a giver. So I will if we're in a campaign, I'm just gonna tell you, oh, make sure that we're looking at the lives and make sure you're dropping, you know, nuggets that this is coming up. There should be a sneak peek here. Make sure you're getting all the emails over here um, to build those funnels that they necessarily haven't hired me for, but I'll just give it to them to make sure that we built that relationship. Who is your ideal client? That's a great question. And so my ideal client is a female. Um, she's a mom. She's usually between the ages of 35 to 55. Um, she has a professional degree. She typically has a profession before and is now trans- transitioning to entrepreneurship or she's been an entrepreneur for some time. She's not technically savvy. Um, she wants to do well online, but she doesn't know how. That's who my avatar is. What would you say to someone who is on the fence of becoming a
0: mompreneur or an entrepreneur? Is this something that you would recommend?
1: So the um, advice I got at a very young age before I went before I came an entrepreneur and why I became an entrepreneur was if you have this dream, if you have this idea, jump, do it as early as humanly possible, because otherwise you're just wasting time. See if you can make it feasible. Um, Get the mindset right that you can do it. Because if you believe you can do it, you will do it. True.
0: And uh, Shanna, what is your why? Why do you do what you do?
1: So this business was actually born out of me having a child. Um, And so previous to this, I was a consultant, but I was focused primarily on enterprise customers. So I would have like one or two very, very large enterprise customers, and I was fine with that. Um, This became, you know, this business really blossomed and bloomed after I had my son, after I started building a much more of a local network here, after seeing that Nobody is really doing digital, and so coming from Toronto, I often make the joke that um, Vancouver and North Vancouver is about 20 years behind Toronto, and it's like I traveled back in time. So to me, being in tech, it's kind of like, well, why wouldn't I take advantage, so to say, of you know the opportunity um, and become you know well known in this market for helping people build their digital presence. Um, I also the mom side of it is that. Um, you know, when you send your child to daycare, they could, you could be called at any moment. You have to drop everything. You have to pick them up. Now with COVID, God help us, um, you know, they can't have any cold symptoms. So I knew I needed to have a very flexible job. Um, and I wanted to be in control of that flexibility.
0: Um, so give us some tips on how you manage between your personal and professional life since you became a mother and
1: you started your, the second business as well. So for me, hundred percent, I had to have my child in daycare full time. So that wasn't even a question of trying to, you know, manage, you know, the cost savings. I knew I had to invest in that. So that was number one for me. Um, the second is the support of my partner. Um, so he is definitely extremely helpful um, with pickups, drop-offs, whatever needs to happen. And I couldn't, you know, do this business without him. Um, The third, I I know we're harping on the same thing, but it's mindset. I don't let being a mom get in my way. It's kind of like, this is just my new life. This is my chapter. This is how I have to get things done. And I'm very upfront and honest with my clients or prospects. If, you know, my son had to be at home with me, if timelines had to change. Um, And because the majority of people I'm working with also have a family, they completely understand and they can appreciate that as well. And I think that's the most important thing. So you
0: mainly work with women only, is that correct?
1: that's what I've been attracting. Um, So I do have a bunch of male clients. uh, But my energy has been attracting a lot of women. And recently, a lot of like online coaches, online healers. um, And apparently, there's a there's a whole like essence happening, uh, (laughs) where one of my clients had told me that it's because of, you know, all the suffering that's happening in the world of 2020, that a lot of these intuitive women are feeling like they need to arrive, and they need to help and they to help other people so it's
0: not only me because just before this interview i received a message on instagram uh, from an energy healer and i feel that i am also seeing a lot more posts and a lot more accounts when it comes to energy healing and raising the vibration of the universe in general
1: uh together collectively so i'm glad that i'm not alone no no and and it's and that's why I, I took notice of it, because it had been happening all year, and I had actually said it out loud, and, um, and that attra- helped me attract even more, um, but it's, it's happening because of the chaos, because of the hurt that's happening this year in the world.
0: Absolutely. Actually, the previous podcast episode that we shared on Instagram was also about the energy that our world is emotionally drained somehow. So we really need to focus on the other areas to compensate for that as well. And I feel that a lot of spiritual energy, the surrender, the acceptance, the contribution um, has been strengthened in 2020, which is a positive side of it.
1: 100%. And it's really been about also draining. Draining us down to just focus. Um, you know, in Toronto especially, it's it's like a badge of honor to see how busy you are and how many you know um, occasions you can go to, how many parties you're going to, how many people you're seeing, how many trips you're doing, how much you're working. Um, and what I love actually about Vancouver and North Vancouver is specifically that's that's shunned. It's almost like frowned upon if you're talking about work and you're not talking about the balance and your family. And that's why I love it here.
0: And I, I I definitely second that because I moved from Dubai to Vancouver and mm-hmm. the energy in Dubai as well is very much like everybody is running and it's very hectic. It's it's I mean, a lot of people love that energy, so they feel that Vancouver is boring. But for me the harmony that's that this city offers is not um is not something to
1: take for granted. No. And and that's why we all have to try to continue to maintain that. Um, And I do feel like a lot of people here are are very focused on doing that. And if you do find it boring, people leave, right? (laughs) They not for them.
0: (laughs) No, as as you mentioned, it's not for everyone, but the nature, the connection with the universe, something bigger than us, I think that is something uh, definitely exceptional about this city. 100%. Shannon, tell me, what does it mean to you to have it all? Uh, When do you feel fulfilled?
1: And how do you make sure that you stay on top of your game? So it's funny because I I feel as though women are told that we can have it all. And I've had numerous personal occasions where I didn't feel that was true. Um, I think that I had to look at it in a different perspective. So having it all to me is... I have the financial means to get a housekeeper. I have the financial means to, you know, take that vacation. Um, I have the mindset or the um, the ability to reflect, the time to reflect on what my actual needs are, and then put a plan in place for that. Um, I would never say that I a hundred percent have it all. Um, I don't think that I'll. Ever get to that point, because I'm constantly wanting to push myself in, you know, different directions and create different paths um, for myself. So I don't even know if, if that's an end point for me, to be honest. Yeah.
0: At any given moment, though, you have that inner fulfillment, right? When it comes to your family, when it comes to your work, and that's how we define having it all as well. It doesn't mean that everything is perfect, Is that I have that inner fulfillment and peace with where I am while moving forward to achieve the other goals as well. Um, so tell me, do you have some top routines or the things that you do to
1: keep that fulfillment? from that perspective i completely agree um so i would say i positivity plays a huge role in my life um i started practicing that when i moved from toronto to vancouver um because i felt like the universe had said i needed a, a big change um and that came with the relocation of my life and starting everything from scratch you know new friends Um, new house, new job, new everything, everything, everything. Um, So I am constantly trying to stay positive, which means, you know, when these negative thoughts come into my brain, stopping them, pushing them out, um remaining focused um on what the big picture is and remaining focused on on my own needs um i think it's really difficult as a mother to to try to remember yourself um and self care to me is of utmost importance so i would i would put that on the list of like having it all is making sure that i can you know do that and i recently embarked on a new journey um for my own self care and that is i joined a, a a band, if you can believe it, uh, <laughs> it's called Mom Bop, um, and we do '90s pop hits for kids. Um, and I, I did this because I felt like I lacked um, other a social connection, and I lacked um, enough exercise, and I lacked, um, you know, a hobby. And so this was an example of me taking that time for myself. This was actually one of my questions because I
0: love your Instagram page, the Mombok Band. <laughs> and you ladies are so energetic. I love that. Tell me, where does that energy come from?
1: We love it. We love the music. We love being together. We love dancing. We love, um, you know, producing this excitement for our community. And we love the energy that's being vibrated back to us. Um, So this is actually a little side project, a side hustle, like another side business, um, because we do want to make this something. We're not just doing it for the sake of doing it. Um, You know, this is Gemma Anderson. She's the band leader. This has been her real dream she has wanted to to produce music. She used to be an artist herself from age 16 to 18. She was on tour um, from the UK to the United States. She has a stunning voice. Uh, she has a vision. Um, So I kind of, her and I work together um, as colleagues in the marketing world. Um, So when she told me about this 18 months ago, I was kind of guiding her from the social side of things, from a strategy side. I actually came up with the name MomBop. I designed the logo. Um, And then originally it was actually supposed to be instruments. Um, And then COVID hit. And she was like, no, I'm, I'm not going to wait. I'm going to start producing the music. And then she changed the concept to backup dancers and moms being backup dancers. Um, so she told me about it and she's like, I need you on board. And so I was like, okay, you got it, girl. I'm always down for an adventure. And like, that's one thing I think everyone would know about me if you know me personally is like, I love adventures. Um, so I was like, sure, let's do it. Um, and I really... Typically, like my usual self, had no idea what I was getting myself into, but I, my mindset was right. And I'm like, okay, let's get it. Um, so I pulled in Shireen, um, who is another mom, and I know her for her energy. Her energy is really wild um, and amazing and passionate. And I was like, she's the right person for this. Um, and she has a background in choreography. She used to travel the world as a performer as well. So she, she was the best fit. And then she brought in Jolie. Um, and then Gemma brought in Nicole and jo- Joanne, right? Joanna. Wow. So how many are in the band now? There's six of us. Six <laughs> of you, okay. Yeah. And, and then? One, one yeah. of the moms, if you can believe, Jolie, has four children. Oh wow! <laughs> this <is> brave, <laughs> but he was called because she needed this. She needed this, like essence and escape of something. You know, the same thing that I was feeling. And there's something magical about
0: dancing. It's really talking about the energy. It raises our energy and vibration after you with the music and the dance moves. So for me, even just watching your videos, I felt that my energy is increasing.
1: Oh my goodness, that makes me so happy. And yes, it's 100% true. We're all like on cloud nine when we're performing. Um, all the parents are up, all the kids are up, like everyone's jamming out and we are all, they're all original songs too, right? So we've created something to give to the world. And you know, the beauty of it is that it was born out of COVID. That's very interesting. And you know, Shadow when you were in the previous
0: question you were talking about positivity and what I liked is that you mentioned you're constantly focusing on positivity because I feel that sometimes we read a book or we stay positive for a day or two and then we say okay this is not working but I always say that positivity and motivation is exactly I read that somewhere that it's exactly like taking a shower we don't take a shower one day and then say okay <laughs> for the rest of my life right it's a daily effort it's it's that constant um effort to stay positive and keep that positivity
1: and this dancing definitely contributes to that hundred percent and so in my bedroom actually I have this big mirror that's right in front of our bed we're facing it and it says and I wrote it there myself um it says positive mind positive life positive heart um and then I also this year added to it that was um forgiveness and gratitude Mm. because i I was holding on, I was harboring a bunch of things um and through breathwork, actually a client of mine um, is a breathwork teacher. I realized I was harboring these things and it's very, very deep. And I had to remember to forgive what happened. And I had to be grateful um, to remember that, you know, it's okay that this happened and I'm grateful and I'm letting go of it. um, And I'm remembering to be positive and grateful for that experience.
0: Absolutely. And that's an amazing wisdom to have in life because it puts everything into perspective, whatever that happens. Shannon, tell us something that others don't know about you.
1: Oh. <laughs> um I don't have any tattoos. And so Oh, me neither. <laughs> so rare to find someone who actually has no tattoos. And I've gone through so many ideas of what I would want. I want it from 16 years old, I had wanted to get a tattoo, I couldn't decide on the placement. And that's ultimately why I never got it. Um, There is still today, there is something I would love to put on my body. But it's kind of like, do I really need to have it there forever? I haven't come to terms with that yet. So (laughs) I don't have one. So now I'm gonna ask you if you're gonna have a tattoo, what will be the first one? Oh, it's this stunning, stunning um swan that's actually written in arab. it's Arabic. it's the Arabic word for bismillah, which is in the name of God. Mm. um but it's made into a swan, and it's a very like common um it's a very common, you know image or icon that if you like Google that, it would come up. um and I would say I'm more spiritual now than religious. I was raised Catholic, actually, so I'm not Muslim. Um, But to me, it doesn't matter. It's just remembering God and remembering that spirituality. Um, But that's what it would still be. And I, I found that when I was in university. So I must have been at least like 18 or 19 years old. And that's still what I would pick.
0: Interesting. And I've never shared this, but I'm going to share it because you mentioned it, um, that I say, if I get a tattoo once, the first one will be never say never, because I come from a culture that I thought I would never have a tattoo. So- okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the first one will say never say never so i'll remember that and then the second one would say it is possible to move forward while standing still which is one of the phrases that one of my mentors mentioned to me once and i love that um that it is possible to move forward in life while standing still and um having our peace which is i think
1: is i a love that yeah i think it's making me think of swaying you know you're not really moving but you but you still can move forward and back with swaying
0: absolutely okay thank thanks for letting me share
1: uh, my tattoo vision as well (laughs) for the first time Oh my! God. I love that. I love that there's two that you want to get from going from zero to two. The first one has to be never say never because I always say I will never
0: have a tattoo, so I might never get one. But in case I get that be really the first,
1: <laughs> that's hilarious! I love
0: that, Shannon, I really enjoyed our chat, and I'm looking forward to meet you in person when the the whole COVID nineteen is over. Yeah, but I'm glad that we got a chance to uh, to speak. Tell me, how can our audience stay in touch with you and follow your work?
1: Oh, please, please, please stay in touch with me. Um, just to put it that put it out there, I always say a virtual coffee or happy hour anytime. I'm happy to connect. Um, you can catch me on Instagram, which is at marketing for like the number four moms. That's my handle um, or de Um leave your email um, for my free lead magnet which is in the footer of every page um, but please honestly I just love meeting new people. I love connecting I love solving problems so a lot of people will send me like a lead gen problem and then I'll come up with some some idea um, so I love using my brain I love strategy I love meeting new people never be shy. Um, I can't wait to meet you.
0: We'll add all of these links on the show notes. So, um, have a look at the show notes, follow Shannon and her work and set up a
1: meeting with her. Shannon, do you work with uh, international clients as well? Yes. Um, I've had clients in Dubai. I've had clients recently in Switzerland. I have tons of clients in the States. Um, so I work, I, on my website, it says based in North Vancouver, accepting clients all over the world amazing
0: okay that's perfect Uh, Shannon thank you so much for giving me your time I really enjoyed our chat today and I'm looking forward to meeting you in person awesome so much fun it was fun definitely (laughs) bye for now bye